what's up guys this is save file 003 welcome back to the save file podcast it is your host gold lion what's up everybody uh today's guest he is a uh met through a mutual gaming organization guardian gaming a pro apex player he's also making his way modern warfare scene he's just an overall fps competitive player and uh he's a pretty pretty cool kid he's young he's out here trying to make things happen he has a bright future ahead of him if he keeps doing what he's doing in the gaming industry. go ahead and get him right on here please welcome cola what's up cola what's up dog chilling bro chilling how you doing let's, let's, let's do this i'm doing good how you doing, doing good? i'm chilling all right so so off off the bat real quick why why the name cola that's different that's actually a really weird question because back in the xbox days mine was like reach for the sky and then my one friend had like reach for dope so i went to reach for coke and then for some odd reason i went to cola because i think i wanted to make it more like family friendly and not just be like coke as in like cocaine and stuff yeah because i wanted to pursue pro gaming family friendly out here that's actually like that's actually funny dude reach for the (laughs) Mm -hmm. i like how you like transition on hey shit maybe even one day you might get sponsored by cola that's the whole goal and it's pretty generic. It's not Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty. Thinking in the future. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tell me about your first um, experience with gaming. How did all this started? So I used to be like a hardcore Xbox player, pretty much playing Call of Duty all day with the game with the with the boys back in school. Yeah. And then the main like transition for me was going to PC for Minecraft, and I had to buy a new PC since my laptop could not handle minecraft whatsoever and then eventually i just started transitioning to fps games like counter-strike which god tier for me i loved counter-strike so what got you from xbox to pc what made you that transition minecraft mainly well i mean minecraft was on xbox well yeah it wasn't on xbox at that time though oh okay my lord out of date but all right so okay so character creation, man. Tell us about really how was your childhood like? Like what what got you into gaming? I used to I moved in with my stepfather and when my mom and him started and my stepbrothers pretty much were all like consistent gamers because I used to only play like PlayStation two offline since that thing couldn't really go online. Mm-hmm. And then I moved in with them and they had an Xbox three sixty. And I just pretty much just started gaming with like friends and stuff from school, and I just got really connected with it. I loved it. So, what were some of the early games you played? On um, like which console? Are you talking about PlayStation? Yeah, like whatever started. Sims, Sims, Ratchet and Clank. Those were legendary games. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Times I remember playing that game on. Uh, remember back in the day they used to have demo discs and it had like seven games so you could play like 10 minutes per game i don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that yeah i remember uh my first experience of ratchet and click was one of the demos that i eventually bought it at the local video renting shop and they'd sell games those games are amazing hell yeah and it's funny how they don't do that no more you know those demo mm-hmm. discs yeah i mean at least do it on the you know at least do it on the uh that's actually a pretty good idea. Like, go online, like PlayStation Store, your the Microsoft Store. You download mm-hmm. a demo of it just to kind of pique your interest. Yeah. Hey, you can thirty minutes. 
Yeah, that'd be Why cool. don't they do that, actually? That's weird. Yeah, I know. I feel like that'd be a really good marketing strategy. Oh, hey, if any of y'all hearing this, you're welcome. I require, like, a 50% share of the revenue. Right? <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, so, growing up with video gaming and stuff. Mainly have one role model in video games, and that's the ex-Counter-Strike Pro, Jordan Nothing Gilbert. He used to play for Cloud9. I don't know what... I mean, like, the whole Cloud9 team back in, like, 2014, I just loved. I don't know why. They just... Just their whole style of, like, how C9, like, representing them and stuff like that. I just loved them. They stuck out. Because they weren't, like, just, like, all focused on just gaming. Like, they had, like, a brand around them. They were trying to, like, build more off of them. So they'd make content with them. You can actually see, like, the personalities, who they are, what they do. But what about him really stood out for you? He's just a goofy guy. <laughs> I just loved him. He's a goofy guy. Like, personality or just looks? Just personality. He's just... It's really funny. Like, if you watch, like, some of his, like, old streams back in, like, 2014, he would just do random, like, rapping and stuff, like, during streams because someone would ask. Is he still streaming? I think he still streams somewhat. Mm -hmm. I haven't really, like, looked at him recently. But... I know he's so retired. I don't know if he's ever going to come back. I really hope he does. Oh, yeah. He's come back as, like, coaching. Yeah, that was my next question. Like, like, what is he doing now? I think he does, like, analyst work now. Analyst? Really, yeah. I feel like he should become a coach because he would be good at it. He is quite... I think he's pretty old now. He's getting to that, like, age where it's, like, a lot harder to become, like, a pro again. I mean, but, I mean, he has the... uh definitely has a background in the work experience he definitely do something mm -hmm. in the field but i mean i'm yeah. pretty sure he knows this too but i'm sure there's a reason why he's not really trying to get back into it. yeah all right yes though is it's coming back though like, yeah of course it's at, like an all-time high of player count with these like recent updates and stuff oh really i didn't know that. and then mm -hmm. new teams are joining in like genji just announced the they picked up half of the c9 roster like two days ago Look, that's insane. I didn't know it was popping like that. The only big the only big update I seen on CSGO, because I really don't follow it, is like they made it more greener. They made it more they put a little bit more mother nature into the maps instead of all dull. Mm -hmm. Pretty clean. Yeah. I love CS. I don't know. It's just like the same the style of it. It's just amazing. Like no game can represent that same exact format of like play style. So, so I mean, what what about that game that you think makes it so popular? I think because every time you watch it, like if you watch like a tournament, it, there's always something new happening. You're always seeing something different. It's not like a traditional sport where it's exact same. Like different plays can happen, different outcomes. It's always random, and players could literally become the solo carry of a team to being just a support player, like. It's just weird how, like, the game pretty much uh, enables different outcomes overall, depending on player skill. And it's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I noticed, like, um, a lot of people buy, uh, excuse me if I'm wrong, but they purchase, I guess, like, crates or something to where they randomly open knives and all this crazy shit, and people go mm -hmm. ahead and flip it and sell it for so much? CS was really big back few years ago because of the skin gambling scene because you could literally 
spend like 250 for a key and you get crates randomly just by playing or you mm -hmm. can buy them on the market but uh you can get like a knife that's worth five hundred dollars and then you can just put down a betting site and literally just gamble it but then some uh illegal stuff was happening and people got in trouble for that and the skin scene kind of died but it, it's slowly coming back i would say if there's not much gambling involved now it's just like kind of like fashion pretty much like you have a skin for the show off that's it so that's what i was asking like why why these like knives why they go for so much i don't i never knew how they got to the point because it's like overall it's a virtual item like there's nothing to it and i think that's where a gambling added to it because people started putting a lot of money in it and since a knife is like less than one percent to get it was just like gambling added a value to it just so like sites can make money less than one percent oh yeah it's i don't even know the exact percentages i, I know okay. it's a lot it's very hard to get that that's insane. all right so but through your whole gaming career what is the top five game top favorite game i'm gonna go with some dead games too that have died that i was still would love if they came so <laughs> In order, I would say number one, Counter Strike, no matter what. Number two, I would say Realm Royale. That game was godly when it first came out. Um, number three, I would say Call of Duty Blackout, the Battle Royale. Huh? Four, I would go Apex. Five, I would probably say Halo now. I love Halo coming back. Yeah, Halo's definitely. Back making. Did you get the Master Chief collection or not? Nah? Yeah, I mean, I just bought Reach. It's pretty much. I'll buy more when like they start like coming out or like more people are playing. I want to see like tournaments happening with them. Dude, yeah, there's already hella tournaments going on right mm -hmm. now. It's there was insane. A Watch Mitch Mixer tournament with Ninja hosting it or whatever. Oh shit, Ninja! I mean, that's yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you know who Waffles is? Mm-hmm. Don't I? Uh, I had him on the podcast yesterday and then he told me about he got second place in a halo tournament a few days ago an online tournament he won 700 bucks oh jesus yeah he's out here man he's, hey, good, he's good at that game it. it's insane dude how like mm -hmm. how there's so much money being thrown around and everybody can just literally make money from their house if you're that good mm -hmm. literally like him he could literally just play a tournament once a week twice a week and then he's, <laughs> he's fucking set I should, insane, I should probably dude. hit him up to see if he wants to play some tournaments or something. Good. He's a, I mean, he's on PC, but he plays. With, he's a fucking good controller player. He doesn't yeah. no mouse and keep fucking good. All right, man. So talk about your character creation. Let's talk about your attributes. So I'm going to go ahead and you play. You familiar with RPG games? Yeah, some depending um, well you know in the beginning when you create your character you have strength speed and all this stuff and you gotta put okay. a certain amount yeah there you go so I'm, right. a, I'm gonna say some attributes and you print and you number yourself one through five five being the highest you ready okay all right physical strength physical strength we talking about real life physical strength yeah bro <laughs> okay i was like where, where are we going with this okay. i'd say like Three to four. I'm in between. Speed. Speed, I'm not fast. I destroyed my foot through an accident jumping off my back porch, which was like 10, 15 feet in the air. Why the and hell did you do that? 
I was playing Manhunt, and he was coming up the porch, and the only way out was to jump, and I jumped and destroyed my foot. Like real life Manhunt. Mm-hmm. Damn, you were committed. I I had to escape. <laughs> Fuck, man. How long ago was this? This was years ago. Oh shit! So like my foot never like the thing that made it worse was because like my mom didn't take me to like an emergency room and get it checked out immediately. So I was hopping on one leg for three days. So like my one leg got really strong and the other one got really weak because it wasn't being used. So what was it? Like your ankle? Your I think I fractured my ankle. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you didn't get caught, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hand-eye coordination. I would say a four. Leadership. Four. Charisma. Hmm. Three. Why three? I don't know. Depends. Depends on what? Give me the situation, exactly. And I could probably... Uh, let's see. Uh, a group of people conversating. How involved are you? If it's something I'm interested in about, I would say I'm like a five. But if it's like something I don't really like care about, I'll just kind of like pop in every now and then. You'd be that guy just looking down on his phone until you can chime in? Yeah, because it, it's, if it's like something I really don't know much about, like I don't really know what to go in. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. All right, wisdom. Or... Or, yes. bold, why you say that? I've always been that, like, person that thinks a lot about, like, situations and outcomes. Hmm. I'm always thinking about, like, possibilities. And people will come to me for, like, guidance on certain, like, decisions in life. How old are you? 19. You're this young and you have all this wisdom. What got you, what got you to this state of mind? I think it was just from learning from my stepbrothers and my brother learning from their mistakes and what they chose in life and I based it around them. I'm a student instead of a ditto. Yeah. Good on you, man. Good oh, on I learned you. from other people. Exactly. That's 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 one of the biggest things that people gotta do. I don't know. Like that's what separates a lot of people is when they see something, it's either they choose to replicate it or they choose to learn from it and Mm-hmm. It's always interesting how, like, I could relate to this too, that you see certain things and it's just, like, what is it about us that chooses to learn from it instead of using it as an excuse to become what they did, they are. Very interesting. All right, last one. Luck. Luck? Luck. So, I mean, I'm not, like, talking to myself. I will say, like, I'm, like, a three my girlfriend that's sitting behind me would probably say I'm a five. I disagree with her completely. I would go with a three. So why you go with three and she goes with five? Like, what's the miscommunication there? I don't know. I mean, I'm not like... Because I don't really care what I look like for the most part. Like, I kind of like... like to, I'm literally wearing gray sweatpants with a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> and, I want, and I wore slippers to Walmart, too, with that on. Yeah. Literally an hour ago. Like, I don't really pay that much attention to what I look like. I don't care. I think, like, I just don't see myself as, like, that person. Like, 
out of five. Yeah, but what does luck have to do with the way you... Hmm. What are you saying? Wait, wait, I think you misunderstood what I've said. I said luck. I said luck, not looks. No, I'm gonna keep that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm keeping that. That's on you. But luck, um Yeah, luck. I would say I would say I'm pretty lucky because the opportunity I got with like gaming and stuff. I would well, definitely say, I would say like a four. Definitely a four. Because it's hard to reach, um, I would say like pro gaming, especially in like a newer genre like Apex Legends. Like I kind of just got like a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. I met the right people that brought me into where I'm at. Who's these right people? I would say Juan. Juan and uh, Pete and Jared. Also, for the listeners that don't know, these guys are actually the uh, operators of Guardian Gaming that Paul is actually a part of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, tell us about that. How'd you get into uh, Guardian Gaming? I was originally under Denial Esports, which is considered probably a Tier 2 organization, but they were really shaky. And we, we were playing in a tournament run by Evos Esports Arena. I think it was like a $2,500 prize pot tournament. Mm-hmm. And... We tied pretty much for with the first place team, and it went to damage, and we lost by four, four like four damage, which was really insane. And eventually, the people of Evos, which was I don't know, I know it was Juan, but I don't know the other person that was running it. Yeah, Saeed. Saeed, they kind of like reached out to us with Pete and asked if we wanted to sign to them as like one of their teams with like a salary, and then eventually they uh. We branched out to making an organization called Guardian Gaming. And we was... were kind of like the face team of it. What's up? And you're still out here doing these tournaments. Oh, yeah, I seen you on that Apex tournament on mm-hmm. Twitch. That was pretty dope. How'd you feel being there? At the land, it was definitely a fun experience. I loved it. It was definitely like a top tier experience. Playing on the main stage, having people watch me. Got a lot of hate. A part of being a gamer, man. Yeah, that's all of it. I mean, when I was playing in a, I played in the Twitch Rivals tournament. I was playing against uh, Nick A30, I think. He's a big Fortnite streamer. Yeah, I know who he I is. Playing, I was playing against him in the WWE tournament. Uh-huh. His, I had like, I think it was 600 viewers. I was getting death threats. I was getting um, swatting threats. I was getting everything. I didn't even let it bother me. I didn't care. Why? Because you were beating them? Well, they think I was, like, cheating, but then, like, the game was very buggy in a multiplayer matches because WWE has never been, like, a solid game for, like, esports and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, we had, like, different outcomes where, like, we would disconnect from each other and, like, it would act, we would be playing two separate games and it would show him winning and it would show me winning and then we would both be trying to claim who won when our, the game bugged out and we weren't actually in the same lobby with each other. So his chat, of course, defended him and went at my throat. Damn sweet. Here, dude. The thing is, though, his chat's like PG-13. Yeah, not no more. <laughs> oh, that shit. No. <laughs> That's crazy how, how people kind of rally up again, like with their favorite streamer or whatever, their pro player, and they just 
Do it's all like, that extra shit. Yeah, it's just dedication. I mean, his chat took it way too far, but it's like they're online. Like, you, there's no face to the thing, so like, he can't do anything about it. That's insane. I had fun with him. Yeah, he, he's a really nice guy, though. Him personally, like, he was super nice. Also, I mean, so the the WWE tournament, it was in person. It was a lane thing, or no it lane? was online. So how'd you yeah. meet him though? Well, like uh, we got in like a Discord call with each other because like he was the only one that really wanted like to actually like talk to like his competitor and see like how they are. Which mm-hmm. of course I took the opportunity since he's I I was very interested in him since he's a lot bigger than me in like popularity. So I was like I want to see what he's like, and he's one of the best people I've met. Even though we had like minor interactions, but he was super nice. So. Uh, so the Discord card what was it online? Like it wasn't being streamed. No, well, I mean actually it was. It was being streamed on both of our channels, so like you can hear it. Oh, okay. So you can hear each other. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Well, shit. That was cool. Nick and meeting Nick. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next segment we're going to talk about is uh, your main quest. What is what is the main quest that you're working on? Pretty, a pretty, you know, pretty good goal that you to become to join a tier one organization and completely live off gaming without any worries about possibly like income and stuff to be locked in, I guess. So, what games are you mostly grinding on right now? Being this well, Apex is the one I'm technically like paid for to play. Um, Apex, I don't know if it's going to survive, honestly. Because the state it's in, like, there hasn't been, like, any major tournaments announced. Um, probably Halo next, if Halo actually does have a scene. But then Project A by Riot that's coming out sometime in 2020. Oh, man. That game's going to have a scene, no matter what. Yeah, it's... Riot Games always job, and they're trying to take over. That's... That's They're doing a good job of doing it. Yeah, dude, it looks fucking. I'm ready for that game because yeah, I remember when that uh, when Riot Games announced the uh, the little preview on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You just you just look in the comments, bro. Everybody is gonna hop on it. Riot Games yeah. is super smart in how they announced. They announced like ten games, ten different like games, all in like different genres mm-hmm. of like the world. These guys all are... at once, pretty much. These guys are like looking for blood, man. They're trying to take over the. The pro scene. Yeah. So you said you mentioned you want to be in some top like tier one orgs. What are what are like some of the top ones? Well, I want to probably be in a North American based org, which would be there's not many that are like tier one possible, like possibly, but uh, Cloud Nine, which would be my first choice if I had the option, or Liquid. Why those? I just, I kind of just like grew like a favoritism towards them, like just from their CS scene. But it's also I do want to like represent like a kind of like a hometown organization. So like if if someone hears about them or like someone knows about them in the gaming scene, it's like they're a North American org. Very cool. And usually North American teams, most of the time, are like lower tier than European teams. They're kind of like the underdogs in most esports. 
Say if you join like a tier one in Europe, would you have to go over there or you do everything off? I think I don't know actually about that. I think if it was like depending on like how big like the the scene was for that game, if there was like a team house, they would bring me to Europe. What are you doing to like help get yourself out there? Just playing tournaments and stuff, and like I'm getting like these Twitch rival tournaments under my name, as in just to build my resume, building building the brand. Do you, do you stream? I stream. I'm start, I'm trying to start streaming consistently. I'm starting to I post on TikTok, even though it's not really benefiting much, but it's kind of cool to have as like a something to showcase. So what's um, what's uh kind of holding you back from having a consistent stream? Just time. I gotta like dedicate like a schedule, and I need like to keep on that schedule. Oh, so it's just pure self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, get on that. Surprised mm-hmm. how uh that schedule there, man. Okay, mm-hmm. so so your main quest is you trying to get in the professional scene and join a tier one org. Pretty fucking good. Oh. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of your side quests. What are some things you got on the side that you're building a stream? Building That's... a stream. <laughs> yes. So what? Uh, what platform? That's I'm I'm in the middle on that now. Like Mixer's kind of like on the up and coming with like the pickup shroud now. I'm trying to figure out like. The only reason why I like Twitch right now is because of the Twitch rival tournaments. If Mixer started hosting like their own type of tournaments like that, I would probably switch. Huh? But right now I'm still dedicated to Twitch, I would say. How's it looking like on Twitch for you? If I start streaming more, it might look better. But I mean, I'm trying to get in as many Twitch rival tournaments as I can. I mean, how often do they have tournaments? Yeah, it depends on the game. Usually, like it's for new release games, just like kind of like an advertisement to showcase what it is, like how it's played and stuff like that. So, like when WWE came out, it was like day one of the release of the game. Like they just did like a PUBG open qualifier that I did. I got clapped in because PUBG is so I can't play that game. It's bad. What do you mean bad? It's too slow. Oh, okay. I'm coming from. Apex, Realm Royale, and Call of Duty Blackout, which are all like three fast-paced battle royales, and then into PUBG, which is hiding a bush. Pretty much. Okay, so what else is it on this? I would say I want to do editing. I want to learn how to edit more, which I can get from like starting to post more videos. Making my own like montages and stuff like that. So why that though? Getting you to work. I've always liked it because it's kind of like a relaxing thing. It's just like I can chill out, listen to like some music, and just edit and make something how I want it to be. Editing with me. Mm-hmm. That's you learn from experience, pretty much. Heck yeah, man. It's a and especially when you got a computer that doesn't have enough juice, only has to have Ooh. half the juice. Ooh. Yeah, and it's a little buggy, but potato. 
So with all these uh with the main quest and the side quests in here, what are what are some views that you have from your experience that you connections is literally your number one priority in this scene. In any scene pretty much. They can literally guarantee you a spot in like a pro team if a new game comes out. Obviously you have to have some skill to showcase, but if you know like the right people, they can pick you up for that. That's probably like the main thing I would say. So what, what were you, what made you realize this? I would not have been, become I would not have became an Apex Pro if I didn't meet Nighthawk, who was signed the denial originally. Which. That kind of like got my name out there. How's that going for you so far? Is there like progress? You seen progress in it? Not in Apex since games st like really stale, right? But overall, mm -hmm. like I'm just building the brand. Of, like I have a Liquipedia page, which is like kind of like for pro players to showcase like their earnings and stuff. I have, I think it's an esports earnings page, which shows like my Twitch rival tournaments I played in. Ah, uh, okay. What's that called again? Esports earnings and Liquipedia. Yeah, okay. I didn't know they had a whole thing. Alright, so the next time we're going to talk about it is Final Boss. So what is a uh, very big goal that you wish to conquer? What was that? You said your Final Boss. Okay. In your main quest. Like, what is some big goals that you wish Goals for my main quest, I would say. It's just getting to the point where I, tier one organizations are looking at me. I have to showcase my skill enough for them to actually be willing to try me out. That's that's where the connections come into because you have to know the players that are already like signed to that team, and you have to like start playing with them more. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Um. And so, so why is this your motivation? Why this video? My whole entire gaming thing. Why yeah. is it? My... I don't know. It's like I've always, I've never been like a, I never wanted to work at like a traditional job. I just always wanted to just branch out and do something that's like I'm my own boss. I can kind of like control my own fate pretty much. I'm like. If I want to like grow, I can grow at my own pace. Yeah, it's always been like the dream. I just don't like working because I've already had experience working as a Dunkin' Donuts employee, and I've worked at a Rite Aid as a cashier. It's so boring. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you ever worked at a factory? Nope, never will. Fucking never, sucks, dude. Never knew it. Yeah, dude. Come from a background of like manufacturing, warehousing, just doing the same. Eight to twelve hours. That's also a reason too. It's not, not everything's different in this world. Heck it's yeah. Like, new things can happen next day. Mm -hmm. It's never the same. Whole new world that we live. In. Awesome. All right. So, mm -hmm. final boss that you wish to conquer is getting a tier one. So.
motivation is don't work a traditional job mm-hmm. talk about your save file but when it hits game over your life what is the kind of impact you would i want my name to be known in that competitive game i want people or like if i join like a random like pub lobby mm-hmm. randoms and they'll be like i know who you are i've seen you before stuff like that so you want to leave like you want to leave a uh, legacy legacy in the pro scene yes hey look at you man that's what's up dude like that well fuck man that concludes everything man uh cola thank you so much for coming on expressing your goals and stuff man that's got some ambitious goals dude how'd you like Mm -hmm. it i loved it this was definitely a nice first experience for me oh yeah this is your first time hopefully first of many my friend because when Mm -hmm. when you get in the pro scene get your name out there just uh just remember where you came from okay All right, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. All right, guys. Thanks you for uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, again, that was Cola. Uh, actually, real quick, uh, go ahead. This is your time to plug. So, where can they? Where can people find you? Main thing is probably twitch.tv slash Cola TMB and twitter.com slash Cola TMB. You said TMB. Yep. TMB. What's TMB? That's a secret. Oh, that's a no, secret. I've- Yep, that's when like I hit like my main goal of making it into the professional scene. I will release it. Ah, and, like, okay. A big hype thing. All right, shit. All right, guys. But there you have it. If you want more information on Cola, plugged in his socials and everything. Uh, again, thank you for guys coming through, listening. You made it this far. Please uh, go ahead, leave a five star review. Go ahead and also put in your comments below. Let me know what you think of the podcast. And also, any future guests that you wish to hear on this podcast. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button and hit the notification to be aware of any new upcoming episodes. So, again, my name is Gold Lion. Stay happy, stay healthy, and most of all, gamers, stay golden. Thank you for listening. Hey, what's up?